Can you have joy when your stress levels are high? When you're feeling pressed in on every side and when things seem to be falling apart, can you still have joy? Well, today I'm going to be talking about how you can have joy through the difficult times. How can you have joy when you're going through those challenging and difficult times? Anybody here going through some challenging, difficult times? Uh, If you're a human being, you may very well be going through some challenging, difficult times. So it's, it's in those times when you say this, why me? Why now? Have you said that? Why me? Why now? Oh, life can seem so hard. I got a call this week from a friend, and he goes like, I just need some prayer. Uh, My child did uh, a face plant. We think that he might lose a tooth. He's rushing off to the hospital to get x-rayed. I think my family was exposed to COVID-19. Then he goes on, and then I I hired my neighbor to do some work for me, and uh, his work was substandard. I didn't get my permits. Now we're fighting. It's all unraveling. And then I just said, aren't you excited? (laughs) Well, actually, I was a good friend. I didn't tell him that because he'd be like, if I was face-to-face with him, I would afraid I'd have to duck, right? (laughs) Aren't you excited? No, I mean, it feels heavy. It feels heavy sometimes. But can we consider it all joy? Can we consider it all joy when life is stinky, a little bit stinky, right? A little bit hard, a little bit challenging. Consider it all joy. Um, So, by the way, there's a verse that talks about that. If you have your Bibles, turn to James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Let me just read you uh, this scripture. Hopefully you have it. Turn to your smart device. Turn to your Bibles. James chapter 1. By the way, James is the brother of Jesus who, um, who writes this letter, and he says this, count it all joy, starting in verse 2, chapter 1, verse 2, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, not only one kind of trial, all kinds of them, <laughs> for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Can you say steadfastness? Steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect. Can you say perfect? Perfect. And complete, lacking in nothing. So turn to your neighbor, whether you're at home or in the room, and say, you're perfect. (laughs) Oh, that just felt so good, didn't it? We know that is not true, but we are in the process of being perfected. We're in the process. So, um, by the way, um, if you ever want to tell me stories like, um, like my friend told me the story today, uh, beware, beware, because um, anything that you say could be used in a sermon. <laughs> uh, that's a t-shirt that a pastor wears sometimes, says, pastor, warning, anything that you say could be used in a sermon. Um, I'll usually... Make sure your name doesn't go in it, but I might use you as an illustration. Well, finding joy in our trials seems like an oxymoron, doesn't it? Uh, by the way, what's an oxymoron? So those of you who are um, in school right now, you can, an oxymoron is this. 
No, you're not a moron. It's, it's an oxy, oxymoron. It's a, contra, a contra, uh, contradictory term that's combined together, like this. It's like um, dry ice, deafening silence, or mournful optimist, or how about this one, a joyful trial, a joyful trial. Hey, how are you doing today? I, I'm great. I got a joyful trial going on. <laughs> What? What do you mean by that? A joyful trial. Well, it seems so opposite to how you feel, right? When life is heavy, when life, and life can get heavy, stuff happens all the time. But how do we go through a place where it like crumbles us to a place where we can still have joy when things aren't going well? You see, trials are powerful tools to make you perfect. And when we begin to understand that that's what a trial does, then you realize that a trial actually is your friend. So the next time you go through a difficult season or have some difficulty in your life, can you actually thank Jesus? Is that possible, to thank him? Jesus, thank you so much. Now, Jesus isn't the one who put the trial in your way, but he uses trials to perfect you. It actually says it tests your faith. See, here we go. Count it all joy, and I'd say brothers and sisters, when you meet, in other words, you're walking down the street one day and all of a sudden, trial, hello, how are you, trial? (laughs) I'm meeting you for the very first time or for the 10th time of various kinds, big trials, small trials, fat trials, skinny trials. How are you doing, trial? Nice to meet you. When you've met them of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfast. So when you meet the trial, what does it do? It tests your faith. And when your, your faith is tested, it produces steadfastness and lets steadfastness have its full effect Another one, when it's done everything that it needs to do, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Would you like to be perfect? Would you like to be complete? Would you like to lack nothing? I think so. But how is it, though, to get there, we also have to make friends with our trials? Well, um, it's getting cold out, although you wouldn't know it today, but we have a pond at our house, and we, are, we love pond hockey, and this time of year, we're going out there and testing the steadfastness of the ice. <laughs> it's always the, can we get on this side? How far can we walk? Is it going to hold us? And in many ways, we're testing the readiness of that ice. The interesting thing that we keep going on and testing and testing, eventually we jump on it and eventually when it gets the storms and gets cold, eventually I can get my tractor on it and I only have only lost my tractor once (laughs) through the ice. Thankfully it was near the shore so I didn't completely lose it, but I did have to have somebody um, winch me out. I didn't do enough testing on that one. But in many ways, you put pressure on something, right? It's the pressure that tests it. 
and I put enough pressure to test to see how it is, but if it starts to crack, I put the, take the pressure off. But eventually, the big storms can come, and I can take my tractor and get rid of the snow because it's been tested enough to endure heavyweight. And that's like our faith, and that's what trials do to us. It tests us, puts pressure on us, and it perfects us. It strengthens us. If your faith didn't have any pressure or trials, it wouldn't get stronger, that it wouldn't be able to endure the storms. But let me just tell you this. It's not about how much you can endure. It's about how much Jesus Christ can endure in you. I want you to be mindful of that because otherwise it's almost like you can build up enough strength. Ah, us New Englanders, right? We're strong. We can handle a lot. Because after all, we're not the ones who, you know, wimped out and decided to go west when all the gold rush was going on and the nice weather, California. No, we stayed where the rocky, hard soil was and we were determined. But that's not what I'm talking about is getting enough grit that you can endure and you can plaster a smile on your face when you're going through difficult times. By the way, I want to talk about that for a moment. Considering it all joy, remember joy is different than happiness, it is not pretending that everything's all right. Consider it all joy is understanding that God is working something good in the middle of your circumstance even though it doesn't feel so good. This is not about going around skipping all the time when difficult things are going on. You can be real and honest to say, I'm, I'm going through a lot right now and it's really difficult. You can even mourn difficult things. But deep down you can say, you know what, but God is working something so good in my life and that's why I'm not wrecked by it and I don't self-medicate through it. I get to the place where it's like God is working something so good in my life through these trials. In Revelation chapter 12, it says this uh, in verse 10 through 11. And I heard a loud voice of heaven saying, Now the salvation, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of God and the authority of Christ have come for the accuser of your brothers. Who's the accuser of? of the brothers, Satan, has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. And how do they overcome? They have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb. So who is the one conquering? Jesus Christ, by the blood of the Lamb, and the, by the word of their testimony. So in other words, when you start seeing these trials coming, and you're saying, and Satan's trying to accuse you, and like, you're worth nothing, you deserve this, you must have something going wrong in your life, that life is just not happening well for you right now, you can say, you know what? But Jesus died for my sins. Jesus conquered all things. And by the way, can I just tell you who this Jesus is? He's the one who saved me. He's the one who's going to get me through this. He's the one who's my protector, my healer, my provider. The word of our testimony they overcame by the blood of the Lamb what Jesus did on the cross and the word of the testimony, who Jesus is. For they love not their lives even unto death. And here's the thing. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly Clarkson, for reminding us of that. <laughs> but when you don't love your life that much, it's kind of like, Bring it on. Now, I'm not saying go walking around and say, bring it on. <laughs> Don't do that. 
But what I am saying is those trials, they're actually your friend. When you become friendly with the trials as you meet them along the roadway, as you meet them along life, they come and introduce themselves to you. You could say, hello, Mr. Trial, or hello, Mrs. Trial. Nice to meet you. I know you have purposed for destruction on me, but guess what? You're my friend. And all you're going to do is build me up. All you're going to be doing is perfecting me. All you're going to do is allowing me to become more steadfast, that my faith is going to grow because of you. So thank you so much, Mr. and Mrs. Trial. But for many of us, when the trials come, we get overwhelmed And then we begin to find outlets to deal with the pain and stress and difficulties. Many will self-medicate. Many will escape. And I'll tell you what, when we do that, the downside of it is the positive effects of the trial are no longer there. They've gotten the best of you. So if you treat the trial as your enemy, the enemy is going to defeat you and you're going to be so depressed and you're going to be so overwhelmed and you're going to try to find the escape route But when you begin to say, hey, consider it all joy, Mr. and Mrs. Trial, when I meet you, because you're going to test my faith, and when my faith is tested, it is going to allow me to become more steadfast, and when I'm more steadfast, God is going to work some great things in my life to make me perfect and complete. That's why we can say, consider it all joy when you face trials of many kinds. So... What if, I want to see how much can you handle? Like, how much has your faith been tested? What if we entered into a civil war as a country? What if we moved into famine as a country? What if, for some crazy scenario, you chose to not get the vaccine, but you couldn't go travel and you couldn't go to shops, you couldn't go to the grocery store because you had some conviction about a vaccine? Would these trials draw you, and by the way, you get persecuted for that too, would those trials crush you? Or would they draw you closer to Jesus and it will give you strength to not compromise on the things that you have conviction over? Now, I'm just making that stuff up, right? But I'm, I'm saying how much, have you ever run that scenario in your head? Because In the United States of America, a place that God has so blessed us, but most parts of the world, people of faith are persecuted. There's famine. There's disease. But is your faith tested in such a way that you could endure that type of thing? So my my encouragement to you is make friends with life's challenges. Name them when they start to come. Hey, um, loss of job, nice to meet you. We're going to have a good time together. (laughs) Hey, um, friend that, well, we're not going to call the friend that is no longer your friend the, but the, the, the relationship challenges. Hey, relationship challenge, nice to meet you. We're going to get through this together. And by the way, you're going to do some incredible work in my life because it's going to draw me closer to Jesus. And by the way, that's the thing. It's not, again, remember, it's not about how strong you can get. 
the reality is when your faith is tested, your faith is directly connected to your relationship with Jesus. This is not like some faith, like I believe, I have faith. It's like it has to do with a relationship with Jesus. So when you have a trial, it should bring you closer to Jesus because it's his strength that gets you through it. It's not your own strength. Consider it all joy when your faith is being tested. So trials are powerful tools to make you perfect. Have joy when they come. Have joy when they come. The worship team wants to come up at this time. So trials are powerful tools to make you perfect. And without them, without the trials, you are not able to do the things that God has wanted to do in your life. You're not able to have this kind of perfected work in your life. Can I just reiterate, though, what I'm not saying, I think it's sometimes important to say what I'm not saying, I am not saying that you need to have it all together, that you need to always have a smile on your face. I, remember, one of our values as a church is authenticity. That it's okay to not be okay because you're human. And you can get down, you can mourn, you can grieve the loss of things. But again, that's an emotion. Joy is different than happiness, as we talked about last week. Joy is something so deep and so... Um, it has substance beyond the surface. And so when you come to the place where you're trying to find... who Jesus is in the midst of the storm you're realizing that it's, it's okay to say, life is hard. It's okay to say, it's not easy. But I've made a friend called my trial. And I'm not gonna choose to run away I'm not going to choose to self-medicate. I'm going to not going to choose to not feel. I'm going to feel deeply because some of these things have deep pain associated with them. But we're going to lean into Jesus who will be your comfort, who will be your strong tower, who will be your strength, who will get you through to the other side and in the process of getting you through to the other side, build something so beautiful in you. So beautiful in you. So much so, he calls it perfection. The key to face your trial is not to do it alone, but to press into Jesus, who will be your strength to get you through as you're being perfected in the process. Make friends with your trials. Trials are powerful tools to make you perfect. Have joy when they come. 
Welcome to Church Online. My name is Pastor Mark, and I just want to say thank you for taking the time to join us in watching our services online. Maybe you can't be at our location today and you're watching this from home or on the road. We just want to say thank you for tuning in. And maybe you can't get to a physical location at Grace Capital Church, then this becomes part of your regular routine to do church live on your computer or on your device. We want to say, invite some friends with you. Do church together. Life is so much better together and discovering what God has for us is meant to be done in community. Gather people together and enjoy these services for weeks to come. Thank you for watching. Thank you.